This is a St. Jude moment. Bimani is our first child. When she was about five weeks old or so, something seemed a little bit off. There was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor. The second we arrived here, there was not a single other care in the world except for Imani. Food, housing, transportation, treatment, it was taken care of. St. Jude made that happen. Donate now at stjude.org slash curingkids. Fentanyl, it could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. I know a lot of people are losing their testimony or leaving the church. As for myself, I've, I've always felt at home, perfectly at home, wherever I've gone to church. Uh, I think church meetings are partly what we make of it, where our focus is, what, what's, uh, you know, it's partly about what, what we're looking for, what we're there for, focusing on. And uh, I, I've never been to a bad church meeting yet myself. I mean, I, I can't speak for everyone, but... Um, so where do you I, live? I'm moving there. <laughs> I, I live in Orem. I've, I've moved around a lot, but uh, yeah, most recently in Orem. Orem, what about the freaking banners with We Love LGBTQ? I was just in Orem two years ago before. Um, when was it? Was it, wait a minute, was it two years ago? It was somewhere around two years. And, and, there, and it seemed like every exit had this big, huge We Love LGBTQ. Wow. And it seemed like as I was driving across and BYU, it was all lit up. You know, instead of nice white, it, it was it was all lit up in the uh, rainbow flag. You know, and, and then yeah. I saw the banners everywhere. You know, and then they're having a parade. My goodness, sake. they're having a freaking parade in Orem of the LGBTQ and welcome everybody, welcome one and all. It was like the you know the zoo, the parade. And so, if you're in Orem, maybe you're not in Orem that I know because when last time I or it's changed in two years. The last time I was there, it was a gay festival, a celebration of gayness. And all they wanted to do is, come on, children, adults, family members, everyone, come. Sponsored by your local government, come and see the Transvestite Festival, downtown Orem, downtown Com. You know? Thankfully, not everyone's like that. I mean, the Family City USA, people are, are finding that kind of popular, that branding's coming back. Uh but, but yeah, there are definitely some like that, and more more all the time. I, I mean, I remember when I went to college, there there sometimes people would talk about homosexuality, and there, I remember some people in my dorm room was like, oh, I just can't wait till the judgment day till those people are thrust down to hell. It's like, and that's not very Christ-like. And it seems now we've gone the other way in, in too many respects, where people are like, 
oh, we, we need to love our neighbors ourselves. And that, that means, you know, acceptance and tolerance and embracing people's life. Like, no, no. no. You know, like Alan H. Oaks talked about the conference at least once, you know, love and law. We, we need to be true to God's commandments, his laws and so forth. We, we need to love people, yes, but but we can't let that get in the way of, uh, we also need to be true to his commandments. And, you know, this stuff just isn't right. And so, but yeah, I mean, that is a growing problem. I, there's a YouTube channel called Mormon Counter Narrative. Uh, it's been dormant for a few years, but it's got some excellent content on there about uh, people trying to subvert the church from below. And we've been warned about that for years. Uh, J. Reuben Clark Jr. in 49 talked about how there are wolves among the flock, and uh, even more so because they wear the habiliments of the priesthood. Uh, President uh, Ezra Taft Benson, 1969, reiterated that same warning and said the wolves were even more numerous and devious then than they were when President Clark gave that warning in 1949, 20 years earlier. And so it just keeps getting worse. I mean, there, there are definitely people in the church who are tares among the wheat, wolves among the flock, who are working within the church, trying to subvert it from below, uh, who are embracing this stuff about, uh, you know, cultural Marxism, uh, you know, radical feminism, you know, smash the patriarchy, uh, you know, black lives. I mean, the, um, uh, you know, critical race theory, uh, you know, um, things like that that are, are, you know, cultural Marxist trends. And they're trying to subvert the church from within, and we need to be careful about them. You know, we, we can't just trust just because someone puts on that label. Uh, they're they're not always genuine, and it's important to be careful. You know, who we believe, whom we trust, and and so forth, even if they're fellow church members. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo, Maria in Miami, and Jules and Troy, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high-quality supplies for every industry, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm. Ready? I'm. I'm. I'm getting to the point where. Um, I basically don't trust any church members very much. Um, two weeks ago, I was uh, at a at church, and and they talked about the, the term. It was a ward conference, actually, and the bishop talked about the term uh, PIMO that he had heard from his brother who lives down in Arizona. And um, they said that stands for physically in mentally out so people who who are just you know that and they're you know they, they talked about how that there's more and more and more people in the church or members of the church who are physically there but mentally they're not there at all um and last time we talked uh, professor zero you know I, I brought up the term chinos which is uh christian in name only, christian name only yeah. and, and there's so much of that that 
so there's so so there's so many people in the world who say they're Christians and then everybody thinks well that's what Christians are because these people say they're Christian and my perfect my best example of it is the Crusades you know the you know the great Christ, Christian Crusades all the Knights in shining armor the Knights Templar and all the they're just these wonderful wonderful people and what do they do they went they went to war against everybody who didn't believe in their own religion that they were christian in name only they were not christian in any way and so people like that in today still give christians a bad name and it's the same thing in the mormon church there's so many people who are mormon in name only and they just you know people think oh well that person's a mormon that's what mormons are like and when, when i was a kid it wasn't that way it used to be if you weren't uh, an active, you know, believing member of the church, supporting the church back in the 50s and 60s, then you never said you're a member of the church. Those people, they, you know, they wouldn't say they're a member of the church. But today, like, like you're saying, people are trying to subvert it from underneath. They're people, they really are the sheep and wolf clothing who are not at all LDS in reality or Mormon or whatever term you want to use. And they they give us all a bad name. They they think, oh well that's what Mormons are like. That's what you know, that's what all Mormons are like. And it's it's just not true. I, I what I I experienced something positive the other day and I, I just gotta give a shout out to this because I broke down. My wife and I broke down and I prayed, she prayed, car did not start. Long story short, we were there forever, and it was real cold. Somebody came along, gave us a, a, a card, and there was some money in that card. I'm not going to say how much, but it was an exuberant amount, beyond what I would have even imagined. I was like, no, I don't need your charity. Thank you. And they were like, Jesus said it. I accepted it because they said that. But it was crazy because the amount of money that was in there was so crazy but down to the penny, they didn't give us that freaking money. There's no way we would have been. I, I had no idea it was going to cost so much. It was not payday yet. You know, I had a while for payday. And so I had a little bit of money, but I had no idea how much it was going to cost total by the time the breakdown, all the way to finally get home, lay down on my bed. Oh, gosh, I'm glad it's over. If I didn't have that money from those people, I wouldn't have made it. I don't know how in the world they were so freaking generous to a stranger have no idea other than what they said was true was jesus sent them it was it was crazy to me you know would have been easier to start the car yes but the other way around was that i learned that there is some christians still out there there are there are christians out there that are doing christian like things that that that's something that would i do something like that i don't think so you know, to be honest with you, that's a lot of freaking money. I'm not going to do something like that. And so it's it's crazy to me that that still exists because in my mind, it's like I've 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 hardly seen it anymore. And any Christian words that come out of my mouth, if I ever talk about commandments, if I ever talk about doctrine, if I ever talk about anything, I'm always the first one getting chastised by everyone, including the leaders. And so it's like, I can't talk about any of this stuff 
ever again because I'm going to get chastised. But I'll tell you what really gets my goat even more than that is I have a friend of mine that says he's trying to get up to 210 freaking pounds. <laughs> trying to get up <laughs> to 210 pounds. What's wrong with this guy? You know, that's, again, about fairness and not fair in the world and what's fair and what's not fair. This isn't fair. How's he trying to get up to 210? I haven't been 210 since I was a freaking in junior high, my goodness sake. 210 pounds. I, Nomad Dad, I bet you're 210 pounds. <laughs> but no, it's not you. It's another friend. But but it's like, oh, here's a little bite. Oh, I'm so full. Ah. <laughs> you want to know what I had for, bre- for, for dinner tonight? My wife made me two sandwiches, and she threw on a big fat third one because she knew I was going to just complain about two. So big bag of freaking chips so big. Three sandwiches stuck to the brim. And and am I satisfied? No, I, I want something else in a little bit. Second dinner. But, you know, once again, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm all full. You know, is that fair? <laughs> to end on the light side for you guys. <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm down below 200 now. I yeah, guess. yeah, you're you like it. You're like it. Yeah, when when you knew me, I was you know two twenty, two twenty five, and that that out in Hawaii. But I'm down below two hundred and hoping to go even lower. Yeah, yeah, so. you lucky dog, dude. <laughs> oh, I wish it's I were. It, it, wow. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Gonna go up to two ten. <laughs> That's my goal. I don't know how I'm gonna get there. I can barely eat. I gotta have twenty meals a day. He says. <laughs> Wish I could have yeah, twenty no. meals a day. <laughs> I mean, what? What? When? When Muhammad Ali was fighting, what was his fighting weight? His fighting weight was only, it was less than two hundred, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was like, like one ninety something. Yeah, yeah, one ninety five or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, something like so, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why someone would want to get up to two ten, but that's okay. Yeah, they must be taller than than me and and Ali. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they're six, six, six something. Yeah, but still, it's it's like what a dream, yeah. right? Yeah, be in bed one day and just say maybe that's a problem. I'm always talking about be in bed, be in bed. I'm in bed right now. You just can't see it. That's why I've got the black screen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's the pillow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I ate in bed too. I ate before the show. That might be it. I ate and ran. Uh, but it's been fantastic. I, I, I'd love to have you guys on here today. It was fantastic. Any last words, uh, Nomad Dad, David? Uh, no, not for me. I, I, I think that um, basically to sum it up, we're in tough times and tough times are coming and tougher times are going to be after that. And uh, we need to do things to uh, network and with like-minded people who are looking to survive the hard times and we can survive if we uh, if we work at it and are wise in our choices Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente El doctor ya te puede ver Verá que aunque eres muy activo ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto Igual que tu papá. 
En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. Ya, yeah, I, um, yeah, I uh, well, my feeling is... Uh, We we're living some pretty hard times. Uh, there are people out there who want to build a new world order, a supportive new age, and they're working at every level of our society, uh, federal, state, local, and we need to keep an eye on things and do what we can to try to move things in a better direction. And that means we need to get our, our own lives in order. We need to live, you know, live righteously, get ourselves right with God, do the things we should, and and not ignore what's going on in, in politics, you know, but, but take an active role in, in trying to move things in a better direction. You know, don't just abdicate that system to people who want to take it over and subvert it and, and use it to rule over us. You know, we, we need to make sure that it stays our servant, not our master. It defends our rights, not violates them. And that requires constant vigilance, eternal vigilance, I, I believe, uh, as a church Jefferson used. And Or went, or is it Wendell Phillips? I think it's Wendell Phillips. Sorry, but um, but yeah, you know, and that's, uh, yeah, we we just, uh, yeah, it's just good to stay at work and just do what we can. What, what I we echo can. that. Yeah, sorry. I yeah. echo that completely. I agree with everything like that, except that I put in my two cents of saying it's over, man. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> There's no uh, way to come back from this. It's apocalypse time. It is the end of the world. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. In fact, it's not even going to get better. Forget about that. We're going to be persecuted, chased, or a stone, cut our heads off. They're going to come after us. They're going to eat our flesh off our bones. If we're lucky enough to die, if we're not, we're going to be tortured, scavenged, pillaged. We're going to be in the mountains. We're going to be under the hills. They're going to eat our wives and our children. It's going to be horrible times. Don't mention the wrath of God because there's going to be coming down hail and brimstone. Your arms and legs are going to be coated with some kind of pox. I don't know. Eyes falling out, tongue falling out, wishing to God you were dead. It's not going to happen. You're going to stay alive with the mRNA technology or who knows what else. Then come out all these bee thing creatures out of the freaking pit of darkness. Don't mention the Antichrist. I don't know who he is. Is he metaphorical or is he real? Who knows? Either way, it's game over. If it's metaphorical, that means the whole beast itself, every single body in the organization of the Antichrist, if it's one person uh, that comes out to be the Antichrist, then, oh, my goodness, powers of hell with him. He can do magic. He could do all sorts of wizardry. It's over, people. And if you survive somehow, there is no rapture. Forget about the rapture. That doesn't happen till the very end, till you've scraped your knees, uh, uh, bludgeoned up your elbows, uh, nose fallen off. And finally, with the grace of God at the end, you get to get taken up and go with Christ, come down, burn everybody else. But my goodness, like the um, uh, some of the Protestants say, couldn't that have been at the beginning? <laughs> As we know, it's already the beginning of tribulation, so that didn't happen. Uh, but here we are, ready to face our worst years yet. And I thought this was the worst year, 2020, 21, 22. My goodness, I've been kicked out, ridiculed, bombarded, uh, abused. And on top of that, it's only the beginning. So uh, I agree with everything you say. We've got to fight back somehow, but it's game over. <laughs> Until next time, guys, I apologize for that downer. 
But uh, if there's nothing else, uh, I'll give you guys the last end. But thank you for coming on the show. This has been Rad Time with David, with Nomad Dad. Fantastic. Join us next time, guys. We'll see you next time. Alligator. David, Randy, any last words? Well, well, one last word. What you you reminded me that I would next time, next time. So something to look forward to uh, is to talk about the concept of and the reality of the Thirty Years' War. There, throughout history, there's been numerous times when there's been a Thirty Years' War in numerous places, and uh, so that's something we can talk about next time if any if anyone's interested. Thirty Year War sounds interesting, and just give us a little feed on that because I'm not familiar with that. I've heard with 30 years war in the past. Are you talking about a war that lasts 30 years that comes into the future uh, sometime related to the scriptures or something like that? No, it's not related to scriptures. It's just a repeat of history that uh, there's been numerous times in history when there's been a 30 years war. There's only been once when they called it a 30 years war. But, for example, World War One to World, the beginning of World War One to the end of World War Two was a 30 years war. Yeah. And um, and so it that's all. It, it, it's a... It's a political and historical uh, reality that 30 years wars happen uh, in our in our society, in our world. And well, that's so an next interesting. time we can talk about it. Yeah, it's an interesting concept and it fits right into our timeline here because, as you know, there's so many things that still have to happen, including that seven years of rain and destruction, etc., yeah. that we've easily yeah. got 30 years, 20, 30 years before the second coming anyway. Uh, it's all horror and bloodshed, but whatever, right? Uh, a very interesting right. concept to, to talk about. So, yeah, I'd love to talk about that uh, uh, 30-year war scenario next time. There are definitely cycles in history. And uh, I, I know I, I've been, I found rather fascinating uh, Strauss and Howe's work about generations. I think there's a lot of truth to that. These 80-ish years or, or so cycles in history, that uh, which we're in one, one right now. And so coming out of this political crisis era, those usually don't end well. They usually end in uh, all-out wars or you know plagues or yep. lots of bad stuff happening. So this is going to be a rough decade just for generational cycles alone, even if for no other reason. But there are a lot of right. other reasons, too. But the good thing is the Savior wins. It's going to be a great millennium beyond. Uh, I, I hate to put the down, downer on you, but yeah, in the end. The Savior wins in the end after all the crap hits the fan. <laughs> You got to live. You got to live all the way to the end if you're going to make it. I'll tell you what. With with, with the shape I'm in, they're going to eat me first. There's no way I'm going to make it 30, 20, 30 years from now. It's already been the roughest two years, uh, and if we have to walk our way through a wasteland, Jackson County, Missouri is going to be completely roasted with nuclear bombs. So you know, I got to I got to thread through nuclear waste and nuclear famine and etc. Not going to make it. They're going to eat me alive. I'm going to be the roast chicken on the side of the road that the cannibals are eating. Yeah. So it's like, well, we'll see. Yeah, at the end, we'll see. I'll be in the spirit world or spirit prison for a little while. <laughs> but then we'll we'll come at last and and uh, rejoice in the thousand years. Hate to put it down or two on that one too, though, because as you know, even if you made it the thousand years, da 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 da, I made it. Oh, I forgot about the last end chunk of the thousand years when Lucifer gathers his army again, grabs some of the faithful yep. that lasted 900 and some odd years. You're back on Satan's side. Oh, no. You thought you made it with Christ thousand years. Guess what? You can fall again and be on Satan's side in the end. 
Oh my That's goodness, right. how long does this take? But yeah, I, I uh, you know, maybe a little blasphemy. <laughs> no, I hope it wasn't that bad, but. But uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. interesting though, because it's like, you know, you go through the millennium and you thought you made it, and then all of a sudden it's like, how many people are going to fall after the millennium? You know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, there's a big, big war then. Yeah, big, big yeah, war no. where Satan gets to but, tempt everybody again, and let's see if you fall or make it. <laughs> made it this far. Well, and, that, that, and that's the thing. Um, throughout history, he's you know, won a lot of people. Yeah. To his side. I wonder. Uh, it's it's got to be way more than on God's side. I mean, way more, way more. It's got to have like the majority. You know, the beginning it was two thirds of of us went to God's side. How many now? Yeah. I mean, after all this is said and done, it's it's got to be few and far between. You know, slim pickings. So. Well, yeah, but, you know, that's only the people who make it past eight. And throughout history, throughout history, uh, infant mortality and... Oh, that's true. Mortality yeah, yeah. Is, infant is mortality. So high, yeah. so high. It's so high that, um, that um, I, don't, I, I don't remember uh, someone who actually knew some things um, talked about it, that, that uh, historically infant mortality is, more than two thirds yeah. of everybody yeah, yeah. who's mm-hmm. ever been born yeah. uh, did not make it to the age of accountability. Yeah, I heard on the, the I heard on the um, in the in the dark ages it was fifty percent, wasn't it? Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had I when I went to when I went to Hong Kong on my mission, there were people that were like grandparent age. You know, they're in the fifties and sixties, and um, many. Many of the people, they would have, they had a family of 11, 12, or 13, or 14, and only two or three of them lived past the age of eight, eight years old. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that was, that was just the, the norm um, in, in China for so many years that uh, uh, they just, it, it was, you know, they just didn't have, you know, I mean, so many years, I mean, like millennia, that uh, infant mortality was always really high. Yeah, that's true. So. You know, throughout history, throughout history, I mean, it, it's more than, not, not 50%, it's, it's more like 75% mm. of everybody that wow. was born on this earth uh, did not make it the age of accountability. Wow. And so, Satan doesn't get any of those. He doesn't get any of those. Yeah, yeah. That would have been something interesting to talk about in the show. Right there, because that's super interesting, and that's true. And here we are, the ones that made it, the lucky ones, right? To suffer this mortal coil, and this that's right. <laughs> you know, the lucky, and, and and to be, I don't know how old you are, David, but the older I get, the more cynical I become. It's like, you know, the taste. Of, I told my wife because she had a dream about going back in time. I'm not going to talk about her dream, but anyway, I told her, just forget about me. This would have been good for the show. Just forget about me. Don't take me. Just go back and go back in time. You'll learn all the lessons. You learned everything. Leave cynical me behind. Leave hopeful, optimistic me present in the past. That that guy, I'm not going to be jealous. You're going to be with that guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you go back in time. 
I stay and I get erased. I'm, I'm no longer here. I'm gone, right? Cynical old me's gone. And she started over with all her knowledge of, you know, what decisions we should make and not. But I'm gone. I'm, I'm back to cheerful, hopeful, uh, positive, you know, without the life experiences that suck the positivity out of you. You know, because it's like, oh, everybody's mostly good. That's wrong. You can trust in your leaders. That's right. Now, I'm not talking about prophet and apostles, okay? Every time I think that's, that's uh, no, don't break my confidence. But I'm talking about, you know, you can trust your leaders. Yeah, sure you can. Uh, yeah, yeah, all this stuff. I mean, it's like I've become with experience so cynical because it's like life experience, you know? <laughs> so leave me behind. <laughs> leave me behind. Back in time, young me. I'm hopeful, I'm positive. And I'm looking at her saying, of course we got to follow the bishop. He's fantastic. You he never tell us anything wrong. You know, just, this kind of thing. So, so. so you know, I so in, in a couple months, uh, I'm going to turn 67. And with age, I've, uh, I think I've gained some wisdom. And, uh, and, and things don't bother me as much as they do and stuff. But exactly what you're saying is, is, is a lesson that I should have learned long, 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 long ago. And I was in my 60s before I learned it. And that is that um, all people are sinners. All people are on this earth to take care of themselves. Uh, you know, and that... Um, you just, you know, if, if someone is your school teacher, that person is a person. They're not all that much better than you. They're not, much, you know, they may know math better than you, but they're just a math teacher or whatever. And, and I wish I would have learned that very, very young in life is that, uh, that all of those people that are, you know, that I saw as, you know, leaders or as teachers or any of those things um you know most like at a young age i stopped paying attention to them but i wish i would have understood why i shouldn't pay attention to them and why i should have taken it just bring a soak and uh, we've talked about this before you know that that i had such a bad learning disability as a child they just all thought i was dumb and, and just really you know particularly in, in public school they just ignored me which was a great blessing in, in hindsight. Uh, but uh, if, I, if I would have understood that the leaders at church really were just people, that would have been a really big help to me if I understood that the same way I understood that my school teachers were, you know, weren't there for me at all. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that's just the thing, you know, the, the a bishop, they they have to get the job of being bishop done that and you have to or i have to do the job of you know living right and, and doing my own salvation and if i would have learned that at a younger age it would have been much much better off much easier much easier it's be. like what i have to move to utah yeah. now because you said so and then it would have been like, no, that's interfering with my personal revelation, <laughs> you know. And so I would have been like, yeah, well, he's exactly. just a person. He's putting his opinion, but really he doesn't have authority over me because I'm the one supposed to decide with my wife, not him. And so it would have been a lot easier instead of just going, huh, I guess I should right. just fall blindly, <laughs> you know. 
But yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> oh, that was fabulous. Guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, sure. It's been a blast. Thank you kindly. Until next it. time. Over and out. Warning. Wake up, sleepers. Wake up, woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know.